This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Father Ted Sill. He's the pastor of St. Matthew in Gehanna. Welcome, Father. Thank you. Good morning. Great to have you. Um, what you know? While you were in college, um, were, did you wander from the faith, or were you still, um, you know, once you got away from your parents, were you still going to mass and practicing the faith? Yeah, good question. Um, when my first couple of years, when I was at Hawking Technical College, um, I was experiencing a freedom that I'd never had, you know, away from my parents, like you said. But I still went to mass. On weekends, usually I would go, since Nelsonville wasn't that far from Circleville, I would go home a lot of the weekends and go to Mass with my with my uh, parents, my family that were still there. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I was probably, that was about the only thing I was doing with regard to my faith, going to Mass with my family. Um, I wouldn't say I had, you know, a wild streak, but... Um, you know, I uh, just enjoyed the freedom uh, that I had. Um, and then when I got to um, Ohio State University, I was um, living at home and commuting to save money, and then I was working at the the uh, parish. I'd done that through high school custodial work and mowing grass in the cemetery and around uh, the rectory uh, through high school and pretty much had that job in the summer. But uh, when I was going to Ohio State University, I worked about 20 hours a week there while I was going to college. And um, I, uh, we had a new uh, pastor, Monsignor Frank Mayer, um, who came at that time, and uh, he was um, just very supportive of me. He was kind of bugging me, I guess you'd call it, <laughs> about being a priest, thought I would be a good priest, um, I should consider it. And... Uh, so, um, you know, that kind of, I guess, eventually took root in me when I, as I said before, you know, I had my doubts about getting married, and uh, he was right there to <laughs> encourage me about, you know, exploring the seminary and so forth. Um, so, but I, I would say in my years in Ohio State University, I got more um, engaged in my uh, faith at that time, even uh, was elected to the parish council um, at one point while I was in college. Um, and, you know, would be involved in various programs in the parish and um, somewhat leadership roles. So, And, you know, as we, as we kind of focus on your discernment um, and what brought you into um, seminary, um, I think, you know... Um, it, it, you know, it's probably good, uh, my knowledge of you, um, the closeness of Monsignor Mayer and how important he has been in your life. Um, and so he was there as pastor during your kind of college years, mm -hmm. and then also while this sort of awkwardness with this this woman that you were thinking of, of marrying. Um, you know, it's almost like the, the beauty of the Lord, how he put this priest in your life, mm -hmm. um, so that you could eventually, you know, discern and figure it um, for yourself. And it's really has become a lifelong friendship 
you know, mm-hmm, between right. you and Monsignor. Um, and I don't know, maybe you could talk a little bit about the influence of Monsignor Merritt, just like kind of looking back over your entire life. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think uh, he was probably the first priest that I experienced um, as a pastor there in Circleville who uh, was very relatable to the people um, at all ages. Um, and so, um, you know, he was, and we enjoyed doing some of the same things, you know, he liked to hunt, he liked to fish. Um, we, you know, would do some of those things together. Um, and so he, he was just very uh, relatable and, uh, down to earth. Um, you could have some uh, good conversations with him about the faith as well. Um, you know, it was, a. I think I, my faith did deepen through some of the conversations that I had. Um, with him regarding church teaching and um, and just his own um, walk with the Lord, you know, sharing that at times. So, um, you know, that was very helpful to me. Now, when I when I had that kind of like anxiety attack over buying the engagement ring, you know, of course I I I called him and told him, you know, I I I can't do this. Uh, and so we got together and we talked, and he, uh, much to my surprise, I thought he said, well, you know, let's go. Let's go check out the seminary. He didn't do that, didn't take that approach right mm-hmm. off. He, he said, you know what? This is a big decision, and you're probably just— uh, I would expect you to get nervous about something like this. You've been planning for this for a while. It's just cold feet. You know, give it a little time, you know, and you'll settle down, and you'll be fine with it. And but that didn't work out. I tried to do that, but the anxiety and the, uh, the restlessness about uh, taking that step uh, wouldn't go away. And so then, you know, after a, a few months, I said, okay, well, let's, let's get you in touch with the vocation director and see what you'd have to do about entering seminary. So he, he was uh, patient. He didn't push things. Although up and before that, when I, when I first met him, he was pretty pushy about the priesthood. Um, but at that time, I wasn't really dating anybody seriously. You know, it seems to me, you know, he's a master fisherman. You know, he knew he knew how to hook you. You know, it's what it sounds like. Got to got to use the right bait. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, you you know, in this process of discerning into seminary. So, um, what what was seminary like? You, there were these wonderful um, men um, and the fraternity there. Um, prayer. And study, um, but obviously you weren't called to stay in seminary forever, right? So yeah, this obviously it's preparing us for, um, uh, you know, leadership in the in the parish, um, <clears throat> and we we had experiences in uh, parishes during our time there, supervised experiences as well as the hospital, uh, and um, so those were also helpful. Experiences. We had summer assignments in parishes, various parishes around the diocese, uh, with different pastors to learn, you know, to see different leadership styles um, of, of the various pastors. So those were all um, helpful <clears throat> experiences, and they and they confirmed for me um, that this is something that I was well suited to and seemed to um, even enjoy, even with its challenges. Um, where did you um, s- spend summers at, and what parishes were you at? Um, the uh, 
the first summer was at St. Paul's in Westerville with um, Monsignor George Slagle, who um, was just a great guy, friendly guy, uh, really easy to relate to as well. <clears throat> um, I'm trying to think, where was I after that? I think the summer after that I spent in um, uh, a, a language program for Spanish. Uh, I was uh, a few weeks in um, San Antonio, Texas, I think five weeks, and then went to live for a month with a family in Cuernavaca and, and went to the language school uh, there as well. Uh, so that was my second summer, trying to think where my third summer was. Were you, you were four years in seminary or um, six years? Uh, four and a half. Um, <laughs> when they had just started uh, a, uh, the um, uh, pre-theology program where if you hadn't gone to a college seminary, you'd have to make up the philosophy and religious studies that you would need at the undergraduate level before you could do the graduate studies in theology. So um, when I finally decided, well, yeah, I need to go to seminary, it was early August. And when I went to the vocation director, he said, well, there isn't going to be enough time to for you to complete the application program or process to be uh, accepted into a seminary program. <clears throat> so I was a bit... Uh, discouraged by that because I was all ready to quit my job and mm. you know get it, get this thing going once I made up my mind. So uh, I came up with a plan B again and worked it out with um, Monsignor Mayor. He said, "Well, you can come live at the rectory with me. Let's go uh, see if you can take any classes at the Josephinum as an off-campus student and get some of these requirements out of the way, and then." In the meantime, then be applying for uh, next year for seminary. And so that's what I did. I uh, went up and talked to the academic dean, Father Bill Lynn, great guy, very helpful, uh, helped me navigate what I needed to do, what classes I could take that winter starting in January. So I, I loaded up with a bunch mm -hmm. of classes and um, kind of short-circuited the, the program, so to speak, um, because it would have added a year, it would have been five years, but since I did that uh, semester, then when I started in the fall, I only had to make up a two, I think two classes of the pre-theology program, and I took those classes while I was doing the regular load, so I was able to do it in four years well, plus Well, you've been listening to Conversations semester. on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me has been Father Ted Sill. He's the pastor of St. Matthew's in Gehenna. Thank you, Father, for joining us. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. And until next time, peace and all good. A Diocese of Columbus production in partnership with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. Hey, parents, you don't need the latest gizmo slang or clothes to be a perfect parent because kids in foster care don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to AdoptUsKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ad Council. I might have gone to church, you know, at Christmas time, gradually quit going. It's not as scary as I thought it was. <laughs> it's a much more warm and open place, and God really is about love. It's not about the rules and the things that I remember as a young child. It really is about the love that God has for each one of us that's so um, deep and wonderful. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for any reason, visit catholicscomehome.org.